Welcome into another episode of the Calcio Connection podcast. We are connecting with you, Italian football fans from all over the world. Jerry Mancini and I were dressed all wrong today. I'm still, I do have an inter jersey, old school Umbro hanging behind me. Uh, uh, but I'm, and I've got the blue and black colors, but I'm, I'm dressed all wrong. I'm still dressed in what I was wearing when I did a college football stream, American football earlier today. Uh, well, I guess Jerry's not dressed wrong. He's got a, you got a Lazio shirt on for some reason when your, your arm was covering the logo, I thought you were wearing a Chelsea shirt for a second. So Jerry, Jerry came dressed correctly in celebration of the Serie A season coming up. I'm dressed all wrong. Uh, hello to I see Cartel is in the house. Nah, Biggie is in the house, and Biggie I guess has already put in his, in his uh, Scudetto prediction. He says Inter are going to win the league. Inter are the uh, the betting favorites, uh, and I'm an Inter supporter, but I'm I'm not going to put money on Inter to win the league. I uh, I'm too nervous about Milan repeating. I think people are underrating them a little bit just based on a, a quieter transfer market than a lot of the other clubs. And I'm certainly not ruling out Juventus with the improvements uh, that they're making to their squad. Uh, and wow, Jerry, somebody called us handsome lads. How are you, Jerry? Hello, Vincenzo, by the way. I'm I'm good. I uh, Yeah, this is the uh, the Lazio training kit I bought last year. I bought this and a shitload of other crap that I'm finally wearing. It fits now, actually. So Yeah, because you're um, losing weight, right? Yeah, I went for, uh, I went to, for an hour and a half walk today. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, the, I just want this transfer window to end. And I, I, I and I told Alex offline, I will not give a prediction this year until the actual window is closed. I'm not making no pre-stupid prediction of three weeks before the transfer window closes. And I think Juventus is going to win. And then three weeks later, they make five moves. And all of a sudden, I got to re-freaking configure a table Call me in three weeks, and then I'll I will give a prediction on what I think is going to happen. I'll, I'll I will give an, a prediction on Sunday else. I think that Juventus is stepping in, ready to fuck over Napoli. They are ready to yeah fuck with, with Simeone, right? With with uh, with little That's Tolo. I'll say. Like I did, did not see the first Raspadori. Now they're going after Giovanni Simeone. I I don't understand what what's going on there. Um, it's uh, it's something that uh, doesn't make sense, but um, it's um, Simeone is is a good player, but I guess I guess the the thing is is that if, if Juventus is coming in, I know that how much are they going to bid for him? Because I know the, these reports started coming out shortly before we went live that Juve are trying to steal Simeone uh, from Napoli. Like, uh, do do we know how much are they going to pay for him? Well. See, yeah, Vincenzo's right. Simeone is supposedly supposed to be Patania's re replacement. Raspa is supposed to be Merton's replacement. But the problem is that if if fifteen for Simeone, Not fifteen mil. Okay. Okay. So that sounds about right. So the the article that I'm reading from Susie Campanella it doesn't say that. It says that it's a loan with an option to buy. So I don't know. It says on a. So right now it says multiple sources today reported that Simeone, yeah, so he's right. It is 15 million, mm. but it will be 3 million up front. And then the option to buy for 15 for 12 million, which a total is an obligation. Over here it says option. So I don't know. Mm. 
Well, I so guess, it just yeah, so it just means they put a fifteen million valuation on the player then, if even if it's an option or an obligation. So I, that's that that seems like a fair price. I mean, you know, he's not the greatest player in the world, but for that price and as a backup, that's solid. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting to see. Like, I guess Simeone has really hasn't signed anything yet with Napoli, so I guess Juventus can come in. This whole transfer market's been a, a, a dud to me, so. It doesn't matter what people report. I'll believe it once the guy is actually in at, at the facility and 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 then doing his medicals. That that's that's how I've come to terms. Like, look at Vicino. Okay, we all thought he wasn't coming to Lazio, and then all of yeah. a sudden, out of the blue, it came and happened. That's how this transfer market's been. And I'll and I'll I'll go off topic here. And I and I don't think there are bad signings. Yeah, maybe there's scraps and leftovers at their previous clubs, Romagnoli and Vicino. But Vicino no longer was needed at Inter and just became... How, how does a player become good if they don't have any consistent playing time? You you need to play. And I, and, and I, and I heard this on the, on the podcast with Joe Fischetti, and it was a good episode, this previous episode. And, and one of the points he talked about and I think it, it, it was uh, Lozano. He was saying that how can Lozano be a good player if how can he be a, a consistent player if he doesn't play consistently? Right. Like if he's injured, he was out of the lineup. Um, he's up and down. Like it's hard to, to, to build consistency. And I think that with you know he will get that under sorry because he's he's wanted and he he'll have a different role and maybe utilize differently that may benefit him. And then and, and I cannot believe that Matias Ficino is only 30. I just looked him up to double check his age. I thought that that man must be 34 by now. Signing. So Three he's years. only he's only 30. So it's just like he um it's not only like inconsistent playing time. Part of that is just because he's been injured a lot, which you could maybe say is bad luck at you know when because when he was 28, 29, he started getting injured all the time. So maybe there's still a shot with him being 30. Like in the case of Romagnoli, even more so because um, I just think mentally he's been a bad in a bad place for the last couple of years. He's needed a change of scenery, and he's only 27 years old. And we know what the potential used to be for Romagnoli, and also the fact that he loves Lazio, grew up supporting Lazio. It probably means it's going to put him in a really good place mentally. So there might be a chance. Like, do I think Romagnoli can be one of the top five center backs in Serie A? No, but I think he can do better at Lazio than he did the last couple of years at Milan if he can find his confidence again. Oh, for sure. Um... I, I like the Romagnoli deal. He, he had a lot of injuries with, with Milan. And I think overall his time with Milan was, was good. I don't think it was bad. He was a good leader in the, inside the dressing room. Um, before he got hurt, he was quality on, on the pitch. Um, he, he wants to be in Lazio. I think that's the biggest thing is that you're getting a player who has quality in his game and, and wants to be at the team. I think those are hard yeah. to find. Um this is a. I think Lazio's had a top three transfer market of, amongst all teams in Serie A, and it was needed first and foremost because they lost Luis Felipe in the back. They lost Lucas Leiva in the midfield. Thomas Rakosha left on a free transfer as well. Um, I think that one's actually pretty funny because he was a backup on Sunday for Brentford. So I don't know what he was thinking. If <laughs> he's a backup on Brentford going forward, that's 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 a bad decision for him. Um, you got. I think there's a few other. We, we sold Marici. We sold 
um, Vavro. There, there's been a lot of change. Escalante just got loaned out. There, there's been a lot of work that we've cleaned up the club, and we brought in guys like Marcos Antonio, Gila, uh, Casale. And, and I think the biggest thing is that they addressed the back end and they brought yeah. it with experience and with some young quality defenders coming up in some depth. So I think that's that I think that is something they needed. And in addition, they've got some midfielders. They've retained as of right now, they've retained their their core of Luis Alberto and Savage in doing this. Um you still got Immobile up front. You brought Cancellieri in, who is supposed to be a very highly regarded forward coming up. So, it, it, I don't know if they're going to get top four. I will say this. They are a much more competitive team coming into the season. I think they'll, they'll, they'll be a, they won't be as easy to, to, to beat. But um, And, and be also, to, to add a compliment to Lazio, and I, I don't think they're going to be top four either, but I think they're going to be better. Uh, because I think with with a manager like Sadi, I think you need more than one season to adapt to his tap tactics, right? It's it's not only about reinforcing through the transfer window, which is great, and reinforcing the back line, which was needed, but just his style of play is so different from what they ran under Inzaghi previously that I, I just think it takes more than one season to adapt to a manager like that, right? There are certain situations where sometimes a club will go from one manager to another who runs a similar formation, right? Like when Inter went from Conte to Inzaghi, not exactly mm -hmm. the same, but 3-5-2, 2-3-5-2, the tactics are a little bit different, but you already really have the players more or less to run that formation. That wasn't the case with Lazio last year, so I think it takes time. No, absolutely. Um We'll, we'll see what happens. I think we're, we're linked to Emerson Palmieri. They need a left back still. Um, we don't know. I, I don't think Luis Alberto is going to get sold now. And, and if you have to ask me, does Alberto get sold or does Savage get sold? I always was a firm believer that Alberto was the guy who was going to go because he wants. And I have nothing against it. I know a lot of Lazio fans are saying you play for the crest. You should be happy what you've been given and all that shit. And I'm like, it's a two-way street, man. There's there's two ways to looking at it. Yes, the club has given a player an opportunity, and Alberto took it when he was at his lowest. But he also repaid them with six solid seasons. Like, you take him out of that midfield. I say it every day. Without Alberto, Immobile would be half the person he is today. Wouldn't be as effective. Savage probably wouldn't be as effective in the midfield because he's a complementary player that makes Savage's job easier. And, and and they feed off each other. So, does he stay this season? At the moment, Sevilla doesn't want to pay $25 million. And we all know how Lotito does business. And today's report about Savage $50 million, I laugh at that because yeah. it's been stated so many times that he wants at least $75 million for him. Like, I, you know what? I, people say that Lazio is stupid if they lose him. On a free in two years, I don't think they are. You lose them. Okay, so don't get me wrong. Seventy million or sixty million or fifty million is a lot of money, but fifty million doesn't automatically guarantee you something that will just come in and be as equally good. Right. Like you, you have by selling by selling Savage, you now have to go look for a player like that, and it's not easy. When we it's bought not. him, it's not we bought him for eighteen million. Okay. Wow. And I think he was a top three 
purchase in Lazio's history under Lotito. Um, you get a guy like Savage, where? Where do you get it? Like, you, you, there's a, you have to have a contingency plan in order to sell Alberto or Savage. And they don't have one for Savage. They do have one for Alberto and Illich from Verona. That's already in place. If, if Alberto gets sold tomorrow, they have somebody who's coming. And I think uh, Isco was another one they were talking about from Madrid. Uh, I don't know, from Tottenham. Um, not Isco. Um, I forgot. Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah, Isco is from not, Madrid. Not, uh, not, yeah. uh, there's another midfielder from uh, Tottenham that's been linked. Uh, Lo Celso. And oh, okay. uh, I don't know why we would even need him. But still. Um, so I think Lazio's transfer market will probably have maybe one or two more players left. And then. I don't think he signs for Inter. I'm gonna tell you right now, he's going to. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm, I'm convinced he goes to Real Madrid if he's to leave on a free transfer. That's that his is, dream, right? That's, that's his dream club, team. That's if his you, boyhood dream. If you are 27, you're gonna be almost 30 when you leave Lazio. When's the next opportunity you're gonna to have to play for Real Madrid in the best years of your life? Right, because they they don't make a right. habit out of signing old players, right? Like if if he. If he leaves Lazio at 29, that, that's your last chance because Madrid's not just going to bring you in when he's 33, 34. So, yeah. So, since, Jerry, since I couldn't – I can't trap you into giving me a top four prediction oh, before the Mercato man. closes, uh, I do – will you be willing to do this exercise with me? Because I have the betting odds in front of me. These are the odds to win Serie A. You don't have to predict a winner of the league, but – can we agree on which team would have the best value to bet on? Right? Atalanta? Because may, maybe at oh my god, at plus 2200. Oh, so if you look at this, no it, it, yeah, it, it, for, for those, if anyone doesn't understand how the odds work, uh, you see Inter are favorites. I'm an Inter, uh, I don't necessarily agree with them being favorites. Uh, so if you if you bet a hundred dollars or a hundred euros, whatever it is, and if they win the championship, you get 162 back. Right, if you bet on Juve and they win, you get two hundred and ten back on a hundred dollar, hundred euro bet. Milan plus four hundred. Uh, I, I think Jerry, I think you start to get into the value when you get to Milan uh, and even Roma. More so, Milan. I think Milan is the best value on the board because they just won the league. Uh, they are extremely adapted to one another, and they've really adapted to Pioli. They've had so much consistency. And, you know, maybe some people can call it a fluke the way that they were able to grind out such consistent results last year and they can't recreate it this season. I, I don't know. I think, honestly, Milan at plus 400 to get four times your money back on them winning Serie A. It's a lot better value, of course, than you get on Inter, a lot more value you get on Juventus. Um, I'm going to ask you, Jerry, even though you're a Laziale, would you consider Roma at plus 650? to be a decent value because we've seen Mourinho work miracles before, and this is the league best suited to his tactics and Roma have really improved their squad. Obviously for them, the X factor is, can they stay healthy? Um, you know, they're not going to have uh, champions league football. What are they in Europa league this year? Um, so maybe that's a little bit less of a distraction or a little bit less of something that takes, uh, takes your squad away. So do you think Roma at plus 650? You know, I'll tell you, Napoli, you know, honestly, not I'm just looking at this now. Napoli at plus 2,000 actually might be the best value on the board, probably even better than Milan. Where'd you get these odds from? These are from covers. 
Covers.com. Yeah, tell covers to go fucking shove a pickle up their ass. No, I, I think these are I think these are the industry fuck, standards. How, uh, what, how has Atalanta got better odds than Lazio? Than Where is Lazio? I can't find them. They're right after Atalanta. Oh, okay. Right plus, plus five. Okay, so bet on Lazio. But, but, no, but how how can a team like Atalanta have done nothing in the transfer market? They've lost players. They're worse than they were. They're worse than last year. And they, and Lazio finished ahead of them in, in the standings. And they've improved <laughs> their squad. And this is fucking makes me nervous. I'm sorry. I, I'm not saying I would put money on Lazio to win this with but they should be ahead of Atalanta. That's all I can say. Um, I like I, you read my mind. I like Milan. Yeah. I would put my money on Milan for for two reasons. I think they did some some really good moves in the transfer market. They got a number nine, Rigi. They got uh, Di Catalere. Um, I think he's going to be a really good player for for Milan. You got uh, Kalulu, who's going to be another year now. He's going to be more uh, more mature. He's going to have a better idea. His uh, experience is going to be there. You got uh, Tamori in the back end there. You got uh, Simon Kerr, who's going to be coming back from an injury. I think that's very important. The only thing that concerns me to start the year is the loss of um, Sandro Tonali and how they overcome yeah. His injury. I know it's not long term, but you don't want to start the season on the on the wrong note. Um, we'll, we'll see. I I still like how Pioli has kind of overcome the odds in in recent seasons with injuries. Um, Kessie is not there either, so that could be a loss. As for Roma, I think there's. I think I think Roma at six fifty. Is, is, a, is a decent play. I, I think, honestly, Napoli, I think, so. at play, I, I think Milan at plus 400 is the best overall bet, but I think Napoli at plus 2,000 is the best value because they are they they are not that bad that you should be getting long odds like that on Napoli. I, I think Napoli have a better chance than plus 2,000. Yeah, but I think, they're, I think they, they have a lot of turnover to do in their team. Um you got Insigne who's gone. You got a defender who's gone. There, there, there's a possibility that the midfield will look a little bit different too. Um, I wonder how they they gel out. But yeah, I think at, at, at the same time, I, I think that they've had enough time in in preseason to kind of get over that hump. So it will be interesting to see how they start off as well. But I think Napoli has the best value. You're right when you look at it on paper. Um, I, if, I, I, I'm not going to go over the map and give yeah. five different answers. I'll say Milan is my pick though. A yeah. plus 400. I, I think, I think, I think that's mine as well. And I know if our pal Michael Lisi is watching this, he probably thinks I'm only saying that to jinx Milan. I will, I will neither confirm nor deny that. I would Hold put on. nothing on Juventus, not a fucking dime. I think I wouldn't gonna, either. I don't know what they're doing right now. Their transfer market's up and down. Did they sign uh, Kostic today, right? Oh, did they? Yeah, I think that was a good signing. Yeah, that is a good signing. He's he's been wanted by a number of city uh, clubs. So Inter it's finally, him. Jerry. Are you excited for Calcio? Because you you told me you're now a league on fan. Have you given up I'm, on City? Uh? I've watched four league on games this week, and I love the quality of football. I think it's great. It, it, it's I like what they call it the league of talents, and I think it's true. Mm-hmm. I. I've watched at least ten standout players this past weekend. Where Italian clubs should should be 
watching scouting and say, hey, we can buy these players for a quarter of the price of what EPL teams charge their players for. Mm. Like, yeah, it's you, true. I'm telling you, like, Inter needs a goalkeeper still. I think I'm not sure about Onana. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how Onana. I'm going to give I, Onana I, at least like a like a game before, like a real I, game before I judge. Well, even if Onana turns out to be good, you still need another goalkeeper. What That's the true. heck is this? We're getting what, spammed. I think. What we're is this? Spammed. What is this? Whatever. Um, I I was watching the nonce game today, and I don't know his the, the goalkeeper's name. I apologize off the top of my head, but he's a 20, 20 year old goalkeeper. And this guy was like amazing. I've seen like, like six, he's supposed to be like the next up and coming goalkeeper. They're saying, and there are a lot of good players. Like I, I'll, I'll write the names down next time when we come to this pile, come better prepared. But like, there's a lot of good talent in league on it. And, 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 and I like it. Because, I know it sucks because PSG is always a clear winner. But if well, you but you, give, they, they didn't even win the league uh, two years ago. Lille won it, so at least uh, at least nice. there was like there was one year when they didn't win the title. But like it's it, when you watch like I watched um, Monaco this past weekend, and they're they got some really good players. They got they like, always a guy, do. They got a guy named Diop. He's like a twenty year old player. Amazing. This guy has good feet, technical, smart. I I, I like it. I. I, I watched League On and I watched City A. That's and I watched Chelsea because I'm a Chelsea fan. But like, other than that, like, that's where I kind of like. I don't really spend a lot of time on EPL. It it just doesn't. It doesn't get me going. I just everyone says it's the most entertaining league. And when you watch Man City versus West Ham and you see two or two goals at a, a, a whole game and like one's a penalty shot and like there's not really. The game doesn't do anything for me. I, it's, even it's, the, it's, the league, it's the league with the most money and the best PR firm. Doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it's the most enjoyable football, right? Just, I mean, it's yeah. They they've got they've got like the 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 newly promoted Premier League sides are spending more money than all the city offsides. So they obviously they have the money, which means you have the money, you can buy great players and all that. But yeah, you're right. The matches are not necessarily. As entertaining or more entertaining than Serie A, Ligue 1. I, I enjoy the Bundesliga from time to time as well. Uh, and also, like, I, I don't know how it is in Canada, but like stateside, you know, I, I subscribe to enough of these streaming services because, you know, five, <laughs> six years ago, you basically just needed regular TV because, like, Premier League on NBC. Um, and, you know, you needed like be in sports to watch Serie A, La Liga. Uh, league on but now like all the leagues are spread out on all these streaming services you have to pay a monthly fee for including most some of the premier league matches you can watch on regular tv but a lot of them you have to watch them on the peacock streaming service which is like the only one that i don't pay for so it's enough is enough man yeah i mean if i really want to i can access the illegal streams but it's a pain in the ass because these ads always pop up and like i feel like i'm getting viruses on my computer so it's like yeah i don't i don't watch as much premier league as i used to since they moved mostly to streaming I like how this league one is not trash because of a team PSG. Gary, it, it, it defeats everything. Remember, yeah. half of the Italian league they buy their players from well, league one. And, and let's Remember not forget, that. dude, for nine straight Remember years, that. for nine straight years, we had the same Serie A champion. Like, does that mean like did 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 you guys still watch Serie A for those? I did, even though the the team I hated most was winning those titles every year. I still watched it. 
Like, you know, I, I know some, uh, I do know some Bayern fans who obviously enjoy watching Bundesliga every year, but I know some Dortmund fans who still watch every year, even though the champion is guaranteed Bayern every single season. So, you know, it can still be fun to watch. You never think about like this. If you're an Italian scout, okay, you're a scout for your team, you're inter. You're going to say that league on shit, that's trash. PSG is a guaranteed winner, and you're not going to go look at players. You're not going to want to see how the teams play. Like, there's there's games that people are excited to see right. because of certain players. And you they, want to talk about a trash league. MLS is trash. I mean, how, how many how many European sides take players from MLS? Could you could you hear that over the screen? Yeah. It was like an ad. It was it was because I, I have this scoreboard page open and the there was a there was a commercial playing playing over it. Uh, but w- what do you think, Jerry? About uh, l- let's look at the the Saturday match days Hold on. first. You and, say you know, MLS you, is trash, right? Yeah, it's it's. Did you hear garbage. like next season? Amazon is the only exclusive rights. Like they're the only ones who are really? showing MLS games. It's, I might it's cancel got, my Amazon just so I don't watch it by accident. <laughs> I, I I found this out at the TFC game I went to two weeks ago, and the guy told me that apparently Amazon bought the rights to MLS for next season, and then like. TSN here is not going to show it. TSN is, is basically sports desk, which is yeah. like in the States. And then like the zone shows MLS games. So I don't know if they're going to lose the rights, but like, wow. yeah, I, I think it's a big mistake if, if that's Amazon doing just like there, there's not enough um, viewership and like power. Well, honestly, I think, I, um, I think it's bad. They, they may be a little bit early, but like Amazon, Amazon's getting, I think NFL, they're getting like exclusive rights to like Thursday night, maybe. So I honestly, wow. I think, I think within, within five years, Amazon. just like streaming services will just be like TV. Like I, I think a lot of like the regular TV is just going to cease to exist. So they're, they're probably ahead of the curve on that. If anything, but we look at uh, Serie A's back, Jerry, on Saturday. You know, they they usually don't give you the like the marquee matchups the first match day, which is fine. But there's some interesting games. Uh, you know, the defending champs get to open things up at San Siro. Milan takes on Udinese. Sampdoria hosting Lazio. Uh, no, Atalanta. Road at Lecce. Oh, sorry. Uh, Atalanta. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Sampdoria hosting uh, Atalanta. Excuse me. I was getting ahead of myself there because Lazio play what Sunday, I think. Yeah. Uh, Le- Le- hosting Inter, uh, newly promoted Monza. That's going to be a very interesting squad to watch this year. Our hosting Torino on Sunday, Fiorentina uh, hosting newly uh, promoted Cremonese. Let me see what their uh, what their site is all about. Yeah, I like their. I, I don't know if I've ever even paid attention to their logo. When I first saw that, I'm like, who is that? Oh, Cremonese. Uh, let's see. Uh, there you go, Lazio, twelve thirty Eastern time on Sunday, hosting Bologna. Salernitana hosting Roma. Spezia hosting Empoli. So uh, outside of uh, watching our teams, not to say that they're necessarily the best matchups, because uh, Lecce Inter probably won't be uh, a barn burner. I hope to see Lukaku score against Lecce like he did a few years ago when he first put on the Inter shirt. Uh, what, what other games are you looking forward to, Jerry, this weekend? Because obviously I'm going to watch as many games as I can because it's opening weekend. Um, I, I like the Milan versus Udinese game on Saturday. That's one of the better games, yeah. Um, the two always bring the best out of each other. It's always a tight affair. I know that Milan never really beats up Udinese. They, they kind of cause him problems. 
I'm actually looking forward to Monza versus Torino. The one me too. Said. It gets I, it, like I'm really because that that's a newly promoted side that looks like they're probably going to stick. Like they're going to stay up. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to watching them. I, I'm I want to see how they do because they've been one of the most active teams in the transfer market and have made some really good moves for a promoted side in in quite a long time coming up from City of B to City A. So that will be interesting. There's some good games on Monday as well. Napoli plays Hellas Verona, and those two always have a very tight contest, but I don't know what to expect of Verona. I think that that's Monday, yeah. Uh, yeah. We got two games on – I didn't even get to Monday. Verona – Napoli and, and Juve Sassuolo is an interesting game too. Although Sassuolo, you know, they've had a lot of turnover on their roster. Um, yeah, but Juve really is is an interesting team because right now they didn't have a good preseason. They have a lot of injuries to start the season. They yes, they just acquired players and they just got Costage and he seems like he might be available to play on Monday. But the team really hasn't like they're gonna buy players now. They haven't had the time to really settle in and get into the groove and understand the system. So it might take a while for, for Juve to get going, but that game does interest me because the Swallow and Juve always play very entertaining games. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, there's a, there's, there's a, there's no marquee clash game this weekend. No. Inter, Inter looks okay with Lecce. Um, Lecce is promoted. Let's see how they, can handle with the, the big boys if they can stay up again this year if they can stay up this year but like i me i'll be biased and i'll and i'll, I'll say i'm pretty in- excited to watch latu versus bologna that's that's the game i'm gonna be looking at i know you yourself you're gonna be looking at inter versus uh Lecce. Lecce, yeah um, I, I i i'm i like that game right there like roma versus salernitana doesn't wow me to be honest um so i haven't really like taken the time to just really put in which games but yeah i guess the first week is always the hardest right because like you don't know what you're gonna get yeah exactly so and and then and then on uh late monday night after the last game of match day one we can all start to overreact to uh because i i always see people do this on calcio twitter which never changed calcio twitter we love you but after match day one people are like oh such and such team definitely going to win the scudetto such and such team no shot this team has no shot like okay you, you got to give it a little time to develop don't you no exactly like i think people overreact too quickly that's that's the problem you got Fiorentina plays Cremonese on uh, Sunday. You said, "Yeah." Um, you know what? Maybe Spezia Empoli. That's like the most balanced game the of the weekend. Entertaining game, yeah. That, that's yeah. true. You that know is what? true. It's not I'll a go squash match. I'll go with the, the marquee match of the weekend is Spezia Empoli at two forty-five. Only because like neither team is amazing. Or like really bad, they're just like they're at the same level, so I think that could be a very entertaining game for the weekend. Um, like I said, I do like the Verona versus Napoli game. That really, that really catches my eye. I like it. 
Well, Jerry, it is always a pleasure, sir. Um, yeah, guys, we're going to be, of course, around for the entire season. We're going to try to put out as much content as we possibly can. Uh, Jerry, I see you've been writing again a lot recently. Uh, what can people find? You put out some stories this week. Where can they find your work? I just basically released an article on Alessio Romagnoli and why it makes sense for both sides for Lazio. Um, I'll be doing TSC reporting on Saturday and next awesome. Wednesday. So I'll be at the game and trying. I'm going to try to get an interview with Federico Benedeschi for the podcast. I don't know yeah. if, if I'll be able to score that, but I'm going to ask on Saturday and what I need to do in order to make that happen, because I think that would be something interesting. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah. So I'm, I always forget to even play for, for TOC. Yeah. It, it still feels weird that then, and, and you live in that city, so it's probably weirder for you. But it like it just feels weird that they're in MLS. It doesn't wow me that much. It's like, yeah, the buzz was great at the beginning. Now it's just like, yep, yeah, MLS is still shit. Who cares? Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago when, uh, and I, I live in Miami, and a couple of years ago when Inter Miami got Federico or got the Gonzalo, they also got Federico. But when they got Gonzalo Iguain, people are like trying to cite like, e, this this guy's gonna be great in in uh, in MLS. He was the highest paid MLS player at that time. What did you think about Chiellini's handball on Sunday or on Saturday when he like handballed it? it? You didn't see it? No. He, he, the ball was going to go by him. So instead of like straight he, red, straight, straight yellow, he handballed it and he, oh, stopped, okay. he stopped the play from happening. And like I, I was listening to uh, Gab Marcotti's uh, podcast and he hated it. He's like, it's a bad look. It doesn't look good on him. It's not something you want to give the MLS and like no. the league. And like it, it's, he's like, he's, pretty right like it is a competitive league still like you don't want to shit shit on it even more so like you got a guy like Kalini, you don't want to like show yourself like that right so yeah but i guess it is what Hold it on is one second. Yeah. Now, now that we're talking about it i want to pull up the clip here if i can uh let me see so like was it was it like a situation like it was going to go in the goal no it's more like he was at midfield and he had to stop it from from a play kind of happening like uh, he kind of stopped an opportunity like uh, a scoring okay. chance i hold on i, I thought it should have been uh, straight red but like it's always yeah. blatantly gonna handball yeah that's why like the way you described right. it i was that's why i was asking if it's a straight red hole because i i haven't seen this so i want to watch this for the first time so i'm gonna pull it up i'm gonna share the screen here hold on let me make this a lot bigger here that's what she said oh is that the troll one yeah <laughs> All pace, it's IQ, it's position and composure. Oh, look at this from Chiellini. Let's see the replay. Just as you were saying, it's his intelligence. Oh, my friend Chris is calling the game. There. That... I, mean, I think can, that's... You, yeah, you can make a case that that's a red card. Yeah, see? Inspiration for Chiellini, they're going out the oh window. Oh, my God. Well, it's two-handed. ridiculous. That's a red card. Well, I don't know how yeah. he I don't know how that's you. Pace. That's it's volleyball. IQ, it's position and composure. Yeah. Oh, look volleyball. at this from Chiellini. The volleyball move. Yeah, exactly. Just as you were so, saying. Well, he he clearly he clearly learned something from Matias Delict after playing with him for a couple of years. Pretty much, yeah. You can say that. Wow. I uh, I think it. I. Do you think in City, yeah, that's a straight red? 
It, sh- it should be a straight red anywhere. It's like, it's the most blatant hand. I mean, the only argument you can make is it's not like, because if it's a situation where you're an outfield player and the ball's going into the net and you stop it with your hand, that's a straight red every time where, so I don't know, I don't know like black and white if that's the rule, but that looks to me so blatant, straight red, I think. Yeah, it was kind of a bad look for him. Yeah. When you really look at it, but it's... um. Yeah, I guess that's MLS standards. There it is. Well, it's it's always a good time, my friends. Thank you so much, Anthony Cartel. Uh, I'm not going to shout out the spammer. How dare you come in here and spam us? Uh, someone sending us porn links, or I, I'm going to see if those work after the show. But I'm not going <laughs> to not going to bring uh, Vinny Vincenzo. Thank you so much for for uh, for hopping in, uh, Eduardo. Thank you so much for hopping in. Uh, and yeah, he, he's he thinks like yeah, you, Jerry. Exactly. He says I won't put my money on Inter till Mercato is closed. Yeah, Don't you got to make one hundred percent sure that Scriniar is not sold, especially among others. Uh, and Nah Biggie, thank you so much. So yeah, guys, we're we're gonna be coming at you all throughout the season on this channel. Make sure you subscribe to our audio podcast as well. Subscribe to this YouTube channel; it's free, right? Just hit the subscribe button. Support oh, us. Yeah. Just the last point before the season starts. Sure. Don't. Fans should not really buy into like this whole preseason where the Italian teams haven't won and that they haven't looked good. And Juventus was winless and Inter lost on. I know they lost four two on the weekend. And yeah. I I don't buy too much into that. a lot of these teams want to play caliber teams like it's like Juventus chose to play three quality La Liga teams. Um, Inter played some really good teams. I think that I don't know, can't say the same for Lazio, but they weren't <laughs> scrubs. But um, Milan decided to play some really below league teams. I'll be honest, well, not all of them, but a few. Like the past weekend was a third tier team, so mm, you have to yeah. take for what it is. It, well, it happens. Long- I, I think I think Inter had like a training match against the City of D side, so it's like yeah, they all do it. I, I wouldn't buy too much into preseason. That's all. That's my only recommendation. Like, my 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 takeaway would be how players are adapting, how the team as a whole is working together, um, which players are standing out, which one which right. ones are showing that they they need to go on loan. And, and, and the get, other thing that people forget is Serie A starts later than yeah, pretty yeah. much every other league, so they're always like a week or more behind. I don't know if I lost Jerry or if Jerry lost me. Oh, I'm here. It could have been my internet. I could have been mine. You know, you know how you know how it goes. By the way, Jerry, I figured out. Do you know what all my internet problems were due to? AOL. No, my freaking computer. So I'm oh. going to. Uh, it's very expensive. I know you had to do this not too long ago, but I, I am. I am going to be uh, replacing my uh my laptop within the next couple of days so i'm gonna do a uh like a like a partial uh trade in and get a get a new machine going because i've done enough experiments over the last couple of weeks where i realized my computer only works properly on the internet if i'm hard connected it does not work well on wi-fi and i've tried like 10 different wi-fi networks really fast like high speeds and it shits the bed everywhere it can only work when it's hard connected 
And based on what I do, uh, sports reporting and such, I can't be hard connected everywhere. It just doesn't work for me. So, you know, six years I've had this uh, this computer, so it's it's time to renew and upgrade. So that's going to be happening in the next couple of days. Nice stuff. So hopefully, um, if if I the next time we do an episode, I'm going to be on the new laptop. If it still sucks, we're going to know that it's my curse or my house is haunted and it's not the computer's fault after all. Sounds good. But uh, we'll end it there. All right. We'll talk to you guys again next time on another episode of the Culture Connection podcast. Ciao. Ciao.